another episode ready to go They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate Listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate It's the horror show Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Horror Show, the show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Hello, Joe. How you doing? What's going on? Oh, man. I'm just living. Boy, what a reaction to our uh, our Halloween kills uh, episode. We appreciated all the feed, most of the feedback. <laughs> All the feedback was appreciated. We love you. And uh, it was nice to see people disagreeing and agreeing all about the same shit. And um, yeah, that's the fun of it, right? Like, you see some of these, like, new sites and they get, like, you on Twitter, it's just a fucking mess of people being like, fuck you for your opinion. And uh, honestly, on our Instagram, it was basically just like, yeah, no, I disagree with you guys. But it was, like, super fun to listen to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the outreach has been great. It has been since we came back. So, like, the past year um, has just been incredible. And I, it really, like, hit home after that episode how we still have – we're still in contact with people mm-hmm. from seven years ago yeah. that still listen to everything we have to say. And all these, you know, newer people that I've never, you know, never had any interactions with but are yeah. now messaging us. Like, it's just fucking great. I love it. It is super cool. You know what one fan said? I think he was talking to you or he – yeah, I think he messaged you and you posted it. Um, it made me laugh so hard because the guy was like – or gal, I can't remember – was like, hey, you know when, when you start the show, you say you, you're going to dissect, <laughs> yeah, yeah. dismember, butcher, whatever the fuck I say. Like, what What are people really expecting? And I was like, holy shit. Like, all these <laughs> negative reviews that are like, hey, what the hell? Like, I've never actually thought about that we say that at the beginning of yeah, every I, single episode. I never I never did either. It, like, opened, you know, opened the door. Like, wait, we do give a warning. Like, <laughs> you know what? Fuck you for not understanding that. Every single episode, we're like, by the way, and we say your favorite and not so favorite. We're going to make fun of everything. Like... I've never actually thought about that before. And I was like, holy shit. That makes me hate all of these other people so much more. But anyway, um, no, that was like, that was actually eye opening to me. I was like, holy shit. It made me feel a lot better. No, I agree. I agree. And then we also had, oh my God, I wanted to shout this guy out because he had probably my favorite comment. Oh, it was the one I sent to you. He was, <laughs> he said something like super funny. He was like, Oh, oh, he called them um, franchise. Fuck. What did he call it? Franchise. <sighs> Fundamentalists. He, this guy, because of our warning, he was like, appreciated your warning and like, blah, blah, blah. He's like, but, you know, you're still going to be murdered for sure by a franchise fundamentalist. Meaning like these people that hardcore protect franchises, like by any means, like blindly, right? Right. And I was like, oh, my God, that's such a fucking amazing term. Franchise fundamentalist. Because they're out there. For sure. Fucking, that's crazy. Franchise fundamentalist. Um, what else do we have to talk about to start this episode besides talking about the movie Haunted Ween? Haunted Ween. That I don't want to really fucking chat about. <laughs> well, so so I guess, I guess we can give a warning. Um, I'm not going to share my thought on Haunted Ween just yet, but... 
we might not have a lot to talk about, so it might be a more uh, loosey-goosey second half of the episode. Yes. What were the other things? Sorry, I'm drinking wine. What were the other things we wanted to discuss? I know I mentioned them um, on the on the on the Patreon, Patreon. episode three minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah good because uh, I also don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, save that for the main you, episode. <laughs> yeah, because I, I remember you saying that. Now that you just said that, and I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> oh, I know what it was. The seven days of Halloween. Um, that's right. What that's we're gonna watch? Told me, oh, you, you told me to to think about it. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, obviously, did not. <laughs> well, anyway, listen. Haunted Ween was actually suggested to us by Andrew Ramsey many moons ago in our first run as a Patreon uh, pick. Andrew Ramsey, I'm pretty sure, still listens to us, and I, I love that guy. Um, so hopefully he still listens to us because, listen, buddy, you got your Patreon pick. <laughs> so <laughs> thanks for this, buddy. Buster. So I, I texted you when I was like five minutes into the movie. I just said, are you fucking serious with this movie? Sean, um, here's a here's a take. I fucking liked it. Okay, so I'm not far behind you on it. Okay, <laughs> so we'll definitely. So, so I I do want to say I I don't think it makes for a great episode just because the first <laughs> modern day kill doesn't take place until 55 minutes in. It's only an hour and 17 minutes long. So. Not a whole lot happens between that, which is <laughs> insane for me to say that I like this. I don't know, I don't know how they pulled it off. I I thought the end was actually pretty fun, but like the middle was so stupid and worthless that I kind of fucking enjoyed it. <laughs> Joe, the, the the middle, nothing happens. Nothing fucking happens in this. We movie. watch we watch a literal. Stand-up routine <laughs> frat guys <laughs> for, for for 45 minutes. It's just jokes and fucking bits and punchlines. <laughs> and, and but like you said, the last 15 and I know we've exaggerated a lot on this show. It's what we do. It, 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 but, but this is genuine. I could not believe that they like I looked up and I was like, dude, they only have 15 minutes left. And I I don't <laughs> think anything's happened yet. Like not like we're still missing all the kills. Everyone's still alive. And you could feel it, like you knew that they were all gonna die eventually, but they hadn't even started that yet. <laughs> and you were like, Oh, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, what are you doing? Like what what is the end game? And then also a Hall of Fame ending. Oh, oh a, insane. A top five. Laugh out loud, funny ending. <laughs> dude, dude, it is second to iced. I'd put this ending second I, to iced. You know what? I, I think I agree with that. I think I agree with that. <laughs> second to iced, <laughs> all time, all time go ending. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable ending. Yeah, honestly, I laughed out loud. I did too. I, I started too. taking notes, like assuming it was going to keep going. And <laughs> it just credits rolled. And like to laugh out loud when you watch something by yourself. Like I, I didn't subject Tina to this because I just thought it wasn't going to be good. Right. So like usually I think things are funny, but I don't like you know laugh out loud. And I was honestly like doubled over. <laughs> like this is how you're going to end this. <laughs> it's such it's such like I I don't know how you sit there as a director and you're like yeah that's okay. Like we'll just <laughs> wrap it up here. <laughs> Close up shop. That seems like a good enough ending for everyone. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's funny because that's probably what happened. Because this movie is 
very much do it yourself, right? This is oh yeah, for a sure. low budget movie from from Kentucky. Um, none of these guys have any clue what they're doing whatsoever. And I think they're I don't think they had an ending written and at no. one point they were like, So what are we how are we gonna wrap this up? And they're like, Well, I guess this is this is the only solution. <laughs> well, I uh I you know, wait, well fuck. Okay, wait. Oh, fuck, I have so much to say. All right. First, let's talk about a couple things because I have notes on here for. The the theme song? <laughs> no, no, no. Before the movie. Before the movie. Okay, something else. Um, first of all, I want to shout out Molly R and Lexi M who, um, found me in Salem. Uh, and that still blows my mind that we have fans and that like come up to you and talk to you. And it like, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. And, um, thank you guys both. Molly and her boyfriend came out and like, it just blows my mind. Like, like the way <sighs> Molly was like. I'm not trying to like put her on the spot. So hopefully she doesn't feel bad about this, but like she was like staring at me in awe as I spoke. And she's like, I can't believe like, this is your voice. This is the voice I listened to. <laughs> and even her boyfriend was like, yeah, that's, that's, that's what happens. <laughs> He's, he, he talks into a microphone and she's like, yeah, but like, this is his real voice in person. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, no, that's, that's what it is. Um, so it was like super sweet to like me, them and uh i really appreciated them molly uh wants us to do darkness falls which is that fucking tooth fairy movie oh, and i yeah, completely we talked about that recently yeah <laughs> I, I completely- I, we should do like uh um some of those early 2000s horror movies because we, yes. we did valentine is that what it's called valentine valentine's day uh yeah we did valentine uh, valentine i think it was called i don't know what it's snorianus yeah fucking idiot yeah no darkness falls <laughs> is definitely on the list i think we need to do that for sure um, let me make sure it's on our notes. Um, and, uh, got, got a, got a talking to by both, uh, of these young ladies about, um, our, our fucking peanuts take, not fans, not fans of our peanut take. <laughs> well, I, they, meaning that they like peanuts. They loved it. Yes. They love peanuts. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's probably the normal reaction. I know. That's what I told him. I was like, please don't feel bad. Like, um, you know, we're, we're the, obviously like peanuts are fucking everywhere. And, oh, and Stacy Beth gave me some shit on Instagram. I, I, got I, was, I was just going to bring, I was just going to bring up Stacey <laughs> Beth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not thrilled um, about our take. Uh, but you know, we're, 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 we're just us. We, we can't be anybody else but ourselves. Yeah. I mean, you know, peanuts fucking, Amy, Amanda <laughs> Smith chewed me out for the peanuts take. Like, Peanuts has its uh, fan base. It, it does, obviously. You know, the fucking big ass blimps on the Macy's parade. So obviously, obviously, somebody likes them. A but. fucking Hallmark sells eight million peanuts things a year. I get it. Everyone loves peanuts. Them. Peanuts is. I mean, who the fuck reads like the Sunday funny? You know how they used to call them the Sunday funny? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I would assume a criteria to be part of the Sunday funnies is to be fucking funny. There's, there's never once. A single Peanuts comic strip that I've ever read that I've even, like, grinned at. You know? It's just Lucy being a piece of shit to Charlie and then Snoopy flying on a dog house. Isn't the, like, first Peanuts cartoon ever made? Doesn't Isn't Charlie like, I'm going to fucking end, my, end this all? <laughs> He like threatens to kill himself in the first. Is that show. true? Is it, dude? I, I don't know. I feel like it is. 
<laughs> first peanut. I know it's like I know it's like super. It's super. Um, it's super like sad. It's like not happy. Which of course. Oh yeah, no. It's 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 fucking two kids sitting on the sidewalk, and the kids are saying, "Oh, here comes old Charlie Brown. Good old Charlie Brown. <laughs> Good old Charlie Brown." That's all they keep saying. And then as he passes them, the kid says, "How I hate him." <laughs> <laughs> that's how you're set up to charlie brown i mean Every- a fucking lucy charges the kid 10 cents she's like hey you want psychiatric help which is a crazy thing to like pitch towards kids which i don't mean crazy like we always talk about how you should be open with it but like uh, for kids humor to have like a, a, a stand-up booth for a psychiatrist and then to charge him 10 cents and when he finally shells it over just be like you're a fucking piece of shit like everybody hates you like that's the advice that she gives him <laughs> there's never any like merit or like moral out of this other than everyone fucking hates charlie brown <laughs> oh poor old charlie brown <laughs> well yeah i got i got yelled at about that um but appreciate those those two gals for coming out and finding me and saying hi. Uh, we also wanted to talk about we we took note of this um, a couple uh, things about Halloween kills and uh, the the sequel Halloween ends. So we're gonna leave no like I don't think there's gonna be like too many spoilery things in this when we talk about this. But um, I, we do need to talk about this because had we known this last week. It would have been a talking point, right? So, at the end, we said that, you know, I guess Michael is supernatural now, based on the events of the ending of that movie. You're like, oh, okay, so he's supernatural now, fine. Like, if that's what we get out of this movie, if that's what this movie was meant to do, like, set up Michael as a supernatural being, sure. Um, David Gordon Green in an interview with uh, IGN has stated that while um, we heard uh, 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 Strode, Laurie Strode, try and tell us that he's he's supernatural, right? She was like, he gains strength from when he kills. So we were like, oh, okay. Um, How about on the show? Levels up. (laughs) Right. Levels up. Uh, David Gordon Green says that while she says that. That is not the case, and he will never make Michael supernatural. And he he didn't want Michael to do anything impossible, just <laughs> just like slightly improbable things, like just he just feats of strength, essentially. Michael's seventy five years old. <laughs> Everything he does in this entire in any of these movies is fucking impossible. He confirms he's not supernatural and will never be supernatural in any movie he makes him in, which blew which my so fucking mind. so funny because because that's literally the only argument I was, like, accepting of people. Right. Like, well, just, just you know, suspend your, your disbelief because he's a, he's a fucking supernatural being. Correct. Okay. I honestly can't argue that. But you know what? Now I can. So thank you, David Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That is one of the most insane quotes. I, I could not believe it when I read it. Um, and then in that article, we also, I also learned, I had actually read this a few weeks prior, but, um, actually a fan, I think had sent this to me. Um, David Gordon Green is doing the same thing with the exorcist. So he is leaving the first one intact and then we will follow it up with three additional movies extending the story of the exorcist. Which is, which is. 
really something because <laughs> the exorcist, you know, the demon leaves Reagan's body Correct. and goes into the priest who then fucking kills himself. So what are you extending on? It's going to be all new characters unless you're just following Pazuzu. <laughs> well, you know what, Joe? David Gordon Green, if there's a will, there's a way, brother. You know, he's gonna be like, well, Pazuzu's not actually supernatural. <laughs> He'd never do anything. Pazuzu's <laughs> totally real. Uh, <laughs> he's just a man that inhabited the body of a child. <laughs> Fucking Chucky style. Um, oh boy, I don't know, man. Three movies ec- extending The Exorcist seems like a lot. It does. It does. <laughs> because you know he's bringing back Reagan. Right. For sure. Like, that's his form. And I was right? under the impression that, that the new one, or like, it, well, yeah, it's going to take place, what, 40 years after right. the events of the first one. So you would have to bring back Reagan. He, of course he but, is. Like, but, what else but, are we going to do? <laughs> but to what, do a, what? <laughs> she's a ghostbuster <laughs> Yeah, she's 40 years demon-free. And- yeah, she's been living in the same town with a stock, <laughs> stockhold of weapons in Washington, D.C. <laughs> Building a bunker in case the demon comes back. Yeah, I'm ready to fight him when he comes back. <laughs> Pazuzu dies tonight. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. <laughs> No. Dude, oh my god, the priest, you know, when he when he keeps screaming, the power of Christ compels yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, to bring him back to scream, evil dies tonight, in a possessed person's face. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait to see what this motherfucker does with this. This guy's gonna get... I, I, so, funny you say that, I have no interest in watching this, but at the same time... I can't fucking wait to watch it. He's found. I'm not. I'm not, yeah. I'm not anticipating it because it'll be good, but I just can't wait to watch it. He he has found the John Cena mold for filmmaking, which is like half the people are gonna love you and <laughs> half the face people or are a heel. Hate you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you have is- no idea. Like you get booed everywhere you go, but like somehow you're still selling the most merchandise out of anyone in the history of the yeah, world. Great comparison. Like he is going that route and is like you. You can love me and you can hate me, and I'll just take all of your money because you're all going to keep paying for this. Yes. <laughs> to see how I fuck it up or how much you love it. <laughs> like, fuck, fuck it. Um, the other thing, real quick, uh, and I know we got a movie to talk about, but there was just like a lot of, we got so much feedback about Halloween kills and like so much information dropped in the last week about Halloween kills and people messaging us. So, I just want to like touch one more thing, which was we found out that Halloween ends now takes place. I've heard various things, but I've heard two to four years after the events of Halloween kills. Don't don't share our theory. I want I want oh. if it comes true. I want to drop that when it comes. true. OK. All right. Fine. 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 Me and you, fuck. I think that is like the best theory. Fuck. All right. Never mind. I'm gonna. Forget. I do not. Yeah, I do not want to share it. Now. Okay. All right, Joe and I. I don't, don't want to give David Gordon Green a chance to fucking make any edits and sabotage. This. That's actually true. That's actually true because <laughs> there is a weird coin. There's a lot of weird coincidences with our show <laughs> and fucking Hollywood and all these motherfuckers. I'm just saying. 
I'm just saying, we know how big our fan base is, um, our listener base, I should say. <laughs> They're not all necessarily fans. We have a lot of like that Howard Stern, I feel. Our numbers make no sense compared to our, like, our fans. So I think there's just a lot of people <laughs> hate listening to us or just stealing all of our great bits. And I mean that from a Hollywood perspective. I think they're going to steal it. I mean, Joe Bob's stolen everything we've fucking done. So fucking. <laughs> and he's had what a, what a good segue, man. He said Joe Bob's having a uh, a special on Friday, which coincidentally coincides with our live show. <laughs> These motherfuckers, man. I, I, I can't fucking deal with this shit. It's fucking pissing me off. Anyway. Oh. But uh, live show Friday. Oh, yeah, live show Friday. Uh, that'll be the last thing. Uh, live show Friday, Teen Witch. Tickets are on sale. They Ticket sales will close Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, to allow for the Patreon members to get their free tickets, the Mangle experts, how they get their free tickets. If you need um, tickets and you're uh, not Mangle expert tier, which is the highest tier, um, or you're not a Patreon member, head on over to IHateHorror.com and get those tickets. And you can also pre-order our merchandise. Oh, and live show, we're doing a costume party. Yeah, dress up. I, and, and you know, kind of risky when you tell people to dress up and we're not in person. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it could just be you and me in costume. But I've already gotten a bunch of messages being like, I'm, I'm thinking of what I'm going to make or this is what I'm going to do. So uh, it should be fun. I'm so excited. I don't care if anyone, no one shows up in costume. I'm going to wear a costume. Yeah I, yeah, I already have my costume. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, so yeah, Teen Witch Friday. It'll be fun. Nice way to to start uh, ho- your Halloween weekend. Um, and and uh, oh, we got to. Oh, you want to we- plug uh, Larry's? Uh, the fucking Misfit show on Saturday? Fuck yeah. Our buddy Larry, he does uh, Connecticut Cult Classics, founder of the band Hatebreed. Mm-hmm. Every October, with the exception of last year because of COVID, he he and his uh, friends do a Misfits cover band right before Halloween, or cover show right before Halloween, and it's fucking awesome. So if you're in the tri-state area or in Connecticut for whatever reason, come to the show, man. Yeah, come out. I'm going to get fucking real loose. It's like fucking 10 minutes from my house. I'm probably going to ride my bike there. Um, yeah, I'm very kind of jealous, to be honest with you. About my situation? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I have a farther ride. You do. Uh, I'm I'm so pumped. Fucking Uber. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, you know what, dude? If you want. I don't know why we're making plans on the show, but if <laughs> you want. If we, you have, want <laughs> if we have a movie to talk about. If you want, I'll I'll pick you up, and then you just Uber home, and then you only pay Uber one Uber. Home. Yeah. It's like a $20 Uber. It's Let's 20- see how how the live show treats me. That's true. It's That's what I was worried. You're going to have to take it easy on the live show. Um, all right. Here's it's not going to happen. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Hey, without looking this movie up, Haunted Ween, yeah. what year would you say it was made? 1991. Okay, you knew it was. What year would you say it was made if you looked at the quality of it? 1971. <laughs> completely fucking agreed when i saw the year afterwards i was like get the fuck out of here this is fucking insane um there is also um there is a uh there is an indiegogo campaign it's unfortunately closed already uh to make a haunted ween 2 
They wow. called it twice the mayhem, twice the gore. It was created by Dusty Ferguson, who I believe is the director of this original. No, that's not true. It is not. It's just another guy. It just. <laughs> so- <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, Dusty is not associated with this movie. Anyway, uh, Dusty Ferguson wanted to do it. Unfortunately, they made a total of $385, uh, with eight backers. So that movie, how much? $385. Oh my God. They were looking for a 10 K, which to make a movie on 10,000. I don't even know how you could start that. But <laughs> these poor guys. I, I I appreciate their effort to try. 385. <laughs> That's something. Hey, he says, it. you know, the original Haunted Ween was a 1990s cult classic. That, debatable. That featured an intoxication. <laughs> That featured an intoxic- Who is this fucking guy? Let's get Dusty on the show. <laughs> that featured an intoxicating blend of Kentucky Fried comedy and horror. <sighs> okay, it and this is the line that I'm like waiting. All these lines, each each sentence in that was like brutal one after the other. But I was trying to get to this one, which I thought was the worst one. But now I'm debating. Uh, he says it ended like all good horror films with the promise nope. of a sequel. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I'm actually. <laughs> We, I've actually never been more confident that a movie was wrapped up more than this one. Like, what? there was there was nothing left to the imagination in the ending. This is no Sopranos ending, guys. This is <laughs> this is case closed. I mean, baby. You fucking watch it. You, you see what happens. There's nothing. There's nothing that even suggests that there might be another one. Oh my god, I'm gonna fucking cry. This is. Fun. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, good job, guys. Sorry you couldn't make this uh, fucking sequel that no one asked for. Because it's 100% not a cult classic. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> this movie, um, boy, th- it's such an interesting movie. First, let's go, let's do a, let's do a, a, a thing here. You recommend this or not? Oh, man. Tough one. This is a tough one. That is a tough question. That's way tougher than it should be. I love what I movie might. where you don't know whether to recommend it or not. It's so I good. Mean, I mean, I think, you, I think you'd have to know who you're recommending it to. For sure. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, the answer is no. The answer is no, right? Like, you wouldn't... You wouldn't you wouldn't walk up to somebody and be like, "Hey, you gotta check this out," because then they would never talk to you again. But, but if you're looking for like a ridiculous mess of a horror movie, yeah, hell yeah, I'd recommend it. But, but, yeah. the, but the real answer is no. You wouldn't recommend this to any any <laughs> schmuck off the street. I think for people that have seen all those people that have seen every horror movie ever made, those type of people, you you tell them to check this out just for <laughs> just for shits and giggles. But uh, even today, like, I saw some people being like, recommend me a good Halloween horror movie. And it's like. It's not, I mean, it's not this. <laughs> I just watched this. And it's, it's, it is it's a Halloween movie. But I, I can't recommend you watch it. <laughs> um, but, oh, boy. This this is great. And um, 
yeah, I, I don't, I like you said, like to the to the people that have seen like those people that have seen everything but they've never seen this. I think it's worth checking out. You know. Yes. Yes. Um, and it's on it's on YouTube. If you do want to watch it, you can find it pretty easily on YouTube. Um, Haunted Ween. What a what a movie. It, it, it's by no means good. <laughs> it's it's just not. But like I said, there's something about it, and like the last, honestly, the premise of the last like 30 minutes is fucking interesting. Like I they, loved it. It, it. it was, it's so baffling. <laughs> but but it's also it's kind of hard to like really pick apart or hate because they did it with like just a bunch of friends. Like it must have been filmed in one weekend, right? They yeah, for have sure. No, they have like one set that they're on. And it's baffling because I think they have like a, a a straight line for this story, right? And right, it's fine. That that story is good. I like it, and I like the premise of like where the kills happen. Basically, I guess is how you'd say that, right? Like where the action takes place. Yeah, I love that. I love mm, the setup's fine. It's just what they do between the setup and, and the, the meat of the movie. That's, that's really the problem here. Uh, but I, like, I do, I think they had like, oh, man, that's why it's weird and frustrating because they knew where they were going with it, but it felt like at the end they were like, Oh shit, we got to finish this movie. <laughs> and then when they were editing it, they were like, they must have just been like, we can't, we don't have enough to like spread this out. <laughs> <laughs> but don't yeah. worry, we filmed a lot of shots of uh old Hanksy or whatever the fuck his name is, uh doing his best Jeff Jeff Foxworthy bits. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he was doing you might be a redneck bits. It dude, it's so fucking close to that, it's it's actually insane. And it's it's absolutely insane. And he's just like, it's basically like, there's your sign. Like, that's basically (laughs) the end of all of his fucking bitch. Like, it's nuts. Dude, he has a punchline for everything. It's absolutely crazy. I can't believe Jeff Foxworthy existed. Like, just Joe doing hour-long specials would be like, you might be a redneck. And then just saying things that fucking idiot people do. Killing, (laughs) like killing, killing their audience. Dude. You can't believe he existed. I can't believe that, like, he was at his height, like, when we were young, in the early 90s. I can't believe that in the early 2000s, it somehow became okay again. And this time, he had Larry the Cable. Was that his name? Larry the Cable Guy? Yeah, Larry the Cable Guy. And Bill Angvel doing the same shit with him. (laughs) And touring the country. Probably the globe, honestly. Like, Bill Angvel, there's your sign. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, are you kidding me? It's the same, the same bit as Foxworthy, except he just changed the words. There's your sign. <laughs> uh, Apologies to uh, anyone if they hear me sniffling. I'm having a crippling allergy attack. No, I think they. No, I think they hear me uh, sniffle all the time because for some reason when I drink, I like get a runny nose. It's fucking insane. Fucking Where's child. <laughs> Actually, I think it's like something about me talking. I don't know. I, I honestly have no idea. But yeah, I don't. I don't tell my doctor shit. So 
Isn't it weird? Like when a doctor's like, I still feel like a child. So when the doctor's like, what, how much do you drink a week? I'm like, oh, like nothing. I'm like, what am I, why am I lying to him? <laughs> I should probably tell him how much I drink. Um, so Haunted Ween, um, I don't even remember what we were just talking about. We just took a break for Joe's nose. Um, I don't think we we're, t- I think we we're just talking about Bill Engvall, but. You, but that's that's correct. I don't think we can say anything about the movie. <laughs> There's your sign. Uh, so not a lot to talk about in terms of the production of this movie. Um, not a lot of information available about it. It is, it's, it's a dig deep to find information on. Um, and and that's what I felt was so promising about it. I, I love seeing a movie where. It, <laughs> Like, you can't find it. Like, no one knows about it. There's no, like, leaked copies of it. It took me forever to find a copy. And it's just, like, it's <laughs> it's just a mess. Like, you don't know. It's just so under the radar. Um, so, I love, I love finding a movie like this. Uh, I'm just trying to look at something real quick. Sorry for the delay. Uh, the gore, pretty solid. But, um, yeah. I'm looking at it is for the, for the budget and for you know just the type of movie that it is some of the kills are pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just, that, I would have liked to, you know, fucking see more of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would have been great. But yeah, no, I'm I I was just pulling up IMDb to be like, wait, did they have any trivia on this and and they don't. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> There's just nothing about this. It's just a low budget flick, so Let's hop into this. Um, the movie starts with like some of the most nonsensical stuff I've ever seen with like, it's kind of like killer POV, but that actually has nothing to do with the movie. It's just footage that they like, they started the movie with. Um, and then it says. Also, the, the, the reddish hue I've ever seen. Oh my God. On, on a film. It's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> And they, they start the movie and it says they lo- they love title cards in this. There's more text on the screen than I, I just <laughs> explain. Dude, like every every two hours, it's like two hours later. And you're like, what the fuck? Um, so the first one we get is The Night of Haunted Ween, which that's not a thing. Haunted, <laughs> haunted Ween is not real. So that's a weird thing to say. Uh, <laughs> can we just talk about? I'm sorry. Can, can we talk? It has a theme song, which is the production of that song is infinitely better than the production of the movie, which is insane. Like usually, when you have theme songs in movies like this, you know they're just as low budget as yeah. the movie is. <laughs> this is like a professionally crafted song, which means somebody took the time to like really polish themselves singing "It's a Haunted House and Haunted Ween" over and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> that that haunted weed. That the the mix of music in this actually blew my mind. Also, I'm just realizing Haunted Ween does not even have a Wikipedia page. So that's actually insane. Um that's crazy to me. Yeah, no, the production and the sound is is bizarre because like you said they have this amazing song and then in the middle of the movie the the score turns into what I could only say is like the default pre pre programmed songs on a Casio keyboard, <laughs> and then but then yeah, later there's more songs. The for. 
there's more songs later, like that they paid rights to or royalties in some way. No, dude, there's no way. It has to be like somebody right. on that set that's recording that. <laughs> Nobody got paid for fucking uh, <laughs> paying somebody to to use a song where they're saying it's a haunted house and haunted ween. Like, imagine approaching someone and be like, "Can I can I pay you to put this in the movie?" They'd be like, "Fucking please, please just take my song and put it in your movie." <laughs> no one's listening to this. Song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. So we open to the night of Haunted Ween in Regawas, Kentucky. Good old Regawas, Kentucky. Um, a killer in what I can only describe as a fucking Troll 2 mask or a Rob Galuzzo mask, depending on which way you view it. <laughs> uh, in sweatpants, chasing a little girl around. Um, and, and you don't, you're really unsure of what's happening in this moment. But it like kind of pans out and you see the room and it says the kill room on it. You don't know what happens here, but something nefarious has happened. Now, <laughs> the next title card reads the night of haunted ween two hours earlier. So I was like, oh, that's it. That's an interesting concept. Like we're just we're going two hours. That's it. Till the killer's out. And on the, <laughs> on the loose. <laughs> well. We meet Eddie, who is who from the jump is wearing the mask of the attacker. So I was like, oh, that must be like a little swerve here, right? Like maybe the, the killer steals this kid's mask or, <laughs> or something. That is not the case. Eddie is a teenager and uh, immediately turns into like a murderer for, for reasons unknown to the viewer. Um, I think because he's told he can't work into the in the haunted house until he's older. That's that's my that's that's the motivation. Yeah, that's the motive. The boss of the haunted because, house because he's just like, hey, he, honestly, the guy wasn't even a dick to him. No, if I remember correctly, he was just like, hey, uh, I'll, he's like, I'll gladly hire you in a couple of years, and and then we, we just watch Eddie be like, welcome to the house of horror, a thousand fucking times, times. by himself, by himself outside. <laughs> Dude, and you're a hundred percent right. The owner of the the this is a haunted house that they're at. He, I think he even apologizes to Eddie, being like, "Hey, Eddie, I'm sorry. Like, you know, I can't hire. You're not old enough to work in the haunted house yet. Like, that's like that's the extent of it." And then Eddie, it seems like everybody likes Eddie, right? We even get like people driving up and like, "Hey, it's Eddie!" And like he's talking to him, so he right. seems like a well liked, respected kid. Yeah, and, and then Eddie crawls into the crawl space of the house, which. Never, like, no one wants to be in the crawl space. But also, somehow that crawl space, like, brings you into the air vent, which is not how houses work, but that's okay. <laughs> um, And it allows him to crawl in. And like Joe said, he's just saying, welcome to the house of horror over and over and over again. That has nothing to do with anything. I don't know why he's saying that. Um, Eddie's in the house. He leads a little girl into what we, what I presume we're, we just watched five minutes ago. Um, and as I was typing this, that turns out to be completely true. This is only 10 minutes into the movie. We had a two hour flashback to, to show us what we were watching at the beginning of the fucking movie. And I was like, this was when I was like, are you serious with it? This is not dude showing us a clip and then being like two hours earlier. And then it's literally five minutes before the events of what we just saw. <laughs> we're adding nothing to it. Uh, and we see him kill this girl, this little girl. Um, 
But in a weird thing too, uh, he kind of like scares her and she falls back into this like giant wooden spear impaling her. Yeah. yeah she get he doesn't like intentionally kill her in this scene. He just tries to scare her and she gets impaled and dies, which is fine. Like, but then, but then, I, okay, <laughs> but then, okay, okay, thank you. But then he fucking decapitates. <laughs> so like he did not, he did not kill her. It didn't even appear that he meant to kill her up until that point. He just scared her, and like even he had like a, a shocked look on his face because yeah, watch the blood come out of her mouth, and they're just like, oh fuck. So you think like maybe that's what. You know, sets him off, or like he lives in grief and loses his mind. But then they just cut her head off. <laughs> you know, for a second, oh man, that was an incredible build up by you. Because for a second, I was like, wait, did Joe miss this part? Because like the way you sold that is perfect. Because that's exactly how it felt watching the movie, where you were like, is this? Oh, he. Oh, okay. So he's innocent. Something's gonna happen. He'll get. Yeah, he didn't know. push her. He did not try. To. No. <laughs> All he did was scare her. <laughs> fucking cut, cuts off her head and then gets like a fucking money, an old money shot of blood to the eyes. Fucking shoots him in the fucking eyeball with blood. Um, and that, yeah, that swerve of her accidentally dying is not the case. Chops off her fucking head. And yeah. Eddie runs away into a cornfield where eventually this old woman finds him and is like, we need to talk. <laughs> Next title card. <laughs> <laughs> 20 years later <laughs> and we open with this woman who just dies as soon as we meet her the the old woman from who saved her we don't even know who the fuck she is yet just fucking kills over and the as soon the as only she reason the you do know is because <laughs> because he yells mama no yeah so fucking <laughs> so i've <laughs> i've never heard a voiceover done that way yep. usually when you do like a voiceover you know you add to the sound quality <laughs> Somehow, somehow they made it a thousand times worse. <laughs> Who was the rapper that wrote, Ugh, not my mom, not my mama. It, it was um, uh, Curtis Blow. Okay. <laughs> I thought of that too when it happened. It's the only time I've seen the death of a mother portrayed that way. Um, this isn't the last time I don't think that, oh no, this is it. This is it. Where he does like the legitimate Darth Vader no. We, they like, they put like, audio sound effects on him and so it's like (laughs) (laughs) which the audio sound effect doesn't come back into play at any point in the movie (laughs) to emphasize the no oh my god that's fucking funny and also Eddie who is now an adult um, we only get ass shots of Eddie as if any of this matters fucking thick boy Eddie running around with a big old booty yeah okay (laughs) Okay, I was actually going to ask you if I missed something because the, when they show his face, they, they act like it's like a Jason reveal you right. know, when, he's, when he's unmasked. It's like, why do I give a shit? And also, why why does he look like that? He There's nothing. Nothing happens to him to cause that. So um, I don't know if it happened after the fact. No. Yeah, like 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 in the, one of the melees or something, like trying to escape. I, I honestly didn't know. But yeah, we only see, see ass shots of him. <laughs> also fun... <laughs> Fun fact, uh, this his mom dying right now is the last death you'll see for the next 45 <laughs> Only thick boy ass shots and no dying scenes <laughs> moving forward. 
Except he does say, it's time to go home, Mama, which uh, means nothing to us because we don't know anything about <laughs> <laughs> You know nothing about the mom. <laughs> uh, we go to a local college town. Uh, the Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. Fucking <laughs> insane. Um, more title cards telling us that we're now at a college in the same town on the same fucking day. Um, and we we are introduced to this frat house and all those frat bros. And this scene is fucking insane. It's absolutely insane. And if you thought the town from Halloween Kills, the townsfolk from Halloween Kills were brutal, wait till you see this crew because they're all just saying shit in unison like like the south park people we were joking about on halloween kills <laughs> um just chanting and saying weird shit together but they're uh they're the the frat basically in this scene besides telling terrible jokes uh they've run out of money uh and they now need to make said money back <laughs> now <laughs> my favorite part of this is we have to sit through Two fundraising events by <laughs> by this frat. <laughs> like you, you th- just why do you have to sit through two of them? We should only need the one. <laughs> we should only need the one. It actually blew my mind when the plot reveals that. Oh, oh, we'll get to it. But it's <laughs> so insane. Actually, I fucking love this movie. I think actually now that I'm, <laughs> I, I, I think I do too. <laughs> I think I, I think I would recommend this. Which is so insane. Honestly, based off the fact alone that nothing happens from minute five to minute fifty, but I, but I don't hate it. It, it. That's impressive. That's like a victory. It is. Yeah, that's a huge victory. Um, the first two characters we meet are Kurt and Melanie, who are lovers and have a very tumultuous relationship, very toxic. Um, and I just have to make an inside joke here to Joe, which is this 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 poor girl, Melanie, um, she's just begging for Kurt's attention, just being like, could you please spend like fucking a day with me or a date with me? And Kurt's like, hey, bitch, I got to fucking go hang out with these dudes on a boat. But imagine having this issue at age 36. I just can't. <laughs> these, are, these are children, essentially. And uh, yeah, I just can't imagine having that same problem at 36. But hey. The fuck do I know, Joe? <laughs> Please hang out with me. Sorry, toots. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. These guys are all on a boat together with uh, just a bunch of guys. <laughs> oh, you're hanging out naked with me? Uh, can we just go on the boat with these guys? <laughs> it sounds like a lot more fun. Um, we then meet Hanks, who is the Jeff Foxworthy routine. Um guy every line he has is a gag he cannot everything he says like they're like hey did you cut a check to the like he's the treasurer and they're like and he's like hey i sent them money and they're like how much and he's like four (laughs) dollars okay like you're wasting my fucking time here and it's it's nonstop. everything they ask him is just like Hey, who voted you treasurer? Well, you did. I can't believe there wasn't a slide whistle in this. Honestly, (laughs) I probably would have made it a little bit better. 
his gags keep going where they're trying to think of anything to raise money for. And all he keeps suggesting is robbing liquor stores and stealing cars, which <laughs> not a great idea. But they ultimately decide to do uh, the thing that I'm pretty sure all flat frats do to make money, which is charge for a party. Exactly. Like, why was that even being brainstormed? That's Isn't that what you do? <laughs> I think that's the only thing they do. And fucking Kurt is like, oh, I would never charge for a party, but I guess we'd have to. Oh, old fucking Kurt. Good old anti-capitalism Kurt just trying to st- <laughs> stick it to the man. <laughs> I'd never charge for a party. Also drives a Corvette, but that's fine. <laughs> do you, do you, were you up there? Because it's so weird. Because we talk about college stories all the time, yeah. and I, I forget that you, you didn't go to the I college. I did not go. You're just fucking always there. Um, were you there when, when Jagenberg's house tried to charge uh, to get in? I'm pretty- $5, A $5 entry? What happened? I've been at a couple- <laughs> Dude, A $5 entry to get in, which- For those who are newer to the show, we when we first started, we would tell Jagenberg stories. Um, he is- Bluto Blutarski, but a a six foot five, incredibly jacked cokehead version. More dangerous, significantly one of, more dangerous. One of loved fighting, um, it would just always fly off the handle. A literal cartoon character. The first time me and Paul ever met him, he was standing on top of a roof of a house, trying to f- get people to come up to fight. Trying to get people to come up to a roof to fight him, which is. Really, one of the more insane things when when you say that out loud. <laughs> like, why would anybody go? Whatever. But he lived in a house with um a bunch of other like like minded people, so it was always just a a wild experience to be at that house. Um, you, you know, the college movies that you see of just like debauchery and fights. That was them. And one time, you know, <laughs> they were blowing all their money, so they decided that they should start charging. There's no like. None of those guys know how to count. None of those guys know how to fucking count. Also worth pointing out about him, he he was considerably older than us. He would take one class a semester. Like, like he was like a Van Wilder. Um, he and none of those guys could do any simple math. So it was just like chaos and then like fights amongst themselves because within like five minutes, people were asking for change. You know, not who carries fives on them. They're fucking college students. So as soon as they show up, they're like, well, can you break this 10? And then they're like, well, I don't know. and then they're just yelling at each other. And it's just fucking chaos. Well, there's a mob of people trying to get inside this shitty little house. <laughs> so college, the point of that being college kids asking for money to get to a party is both a smart idea, but also the worst you have to be. Yeah. You have to be like, intelligent to pull it off because like what i was gonna say was i don't know if i had been to that one but i remember going to at least two maybe three where i was at the door and immediately people were like i'm not gonna fucking pay and like the people running the party don't know even what to do at that point because they're not fucking bouncers they just (laughs) fucking rent the house and they want people there Yeah, so sort of throwing the party. <laughs> you end you up, have a party if people aren't there. Yeah, you end up never paying. You just kind of push your way through, and they're like, oh, you fucking asshole. And you just, like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so many times I've been like, well, I already paid you, remember? And like, well, <laughs> I guess you're Because they don't remember. They don't fucking know. <laughs> they're not doing stamps. They're not doing stickers. They're just like, uh... <laughs> I'm actually pretty sure that's what somebody said to me like the first time I went up there and did that. They were like, just say you were already paid. And I was like, how 
really? And they were like, Probably yeah. me. That's, that's <laughs> <other people. laughs> I was like, okay. It was fucking baseball house. Um, which I wish I didn't go in. I wish I had rather just not gone at all. But whatever. Hey, listen, these guys have a good idea. They're gonna they're gonna run a party, right? Yeah. Um uh oh god, I I I left. Oh, so they're gonna charge for a party. Meanwhile, uh uh Kurt and his girlfriend are experiencing experiencing relationship issues, uh Kurt and Mel. Mel, all she wants is his fucking attention. And this guy <laughs> just refuses to give it to him. A boat pulls up with, uh, this is not an exaggeration. There's two topless girls on that boat. And there are 18 men on that boat being like, let's fucking go. And, and Kurt is like, dude, his girlfriend is topless on the pier. They're hanging out alone. And he's like, oh, God, I don't know what to do <laughs> Totally fucking bamboozled. He does not know what to do. And also, they're driving the boat drunk, which alone, I don't even care who's on the boat. I'd be like, the guy like pops, like the guy's like, who's driving? And a drunk guy pops up holding a cup being like, I'm your captain. Like <laughs> purposefully being as drunk as possible. And you're just like, okay. And Kurt's like, hey, uh, Mel, should we uh, go, go on the boat? And she's like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, they don't, uh, but they do end up dry- taking a drive to go to the old Berber house. The first time we'll hear that term, um, which is the haunted house from the beginning. From the, from the beginning, yep. It's the same house. Um, they kind of scope it out, but nothing more than that. And they leave. Um, back at the frat. And by the way, we are skimming over this. So much happens in between. Like, I, so much and so there, little there's, happens. There, there's a love triangle. There, there is like a whole story. Like, there's, it's just nonstop talking. Like, like we're skipping well, a lot of over it is parts. planning is, is planning their their fundraiser. Which, which again, like I said at the beginning, I don't think it makes for a great episode because so much right. of this is just them planning for the which, which, which is what leads us to the ultimate payoff. Which Joe also we the first quarter of it, more than that probably, first third of it is them planning the first event. Which actually does not <laughs> impact the movie whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, because they need because then they realize they need a second one. <laughs> right. They they do a first event which doesn't. That's actually them so money. funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And it's so wasting long. your time. <laughs> wasting your time with that just to be like, well, fuck. We guess we gotta do this, which will actually progress the story along. <laughs> It's actually nuts when you think about it. This whole setup at the beginning for this party. And you think, like, we're all on board with this, right? They've gone to the house. They're throwing a party. Okay. The party is when shit's going to pick up. No, the party goes off without a hitch. They just don't make enough money. So then we go to the second fundraising party. (laughs) With a lot, we we get to watch a live performance from a band too, which it has to be the same group that did uh, the Haunted Ween song. It absolutely, but, it absolutely is, and I don't even remember their name. I think they were called like the Wave or something. Oh, it's something. Fuck. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. It doesn't. It doesn't. 
it doesn't matter. But back at the frat, we're at the party. We're watching that happen. We're watching a lot of nothing else happen. There's like five people doing a party trick where they're eating oh, cigarettes. Oh, the side. Sorry, it just came to me. They're, they're called the side. The side, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we see this one, the five people doing this party trick of eating a cigarette that I... Uh, <laughs> If I saw and if I saw anyone do that, I'd be like, "Get the fuck out of my house!" Like, what are you guys doing? This is psychotic. You, one of you is going to go to the hospital. But um, and Kurt and Mel are back from their trip, which um, you know, you think they're on kind of good terms, but Mel's like, "You're a piece of shit," and that's that's the end of Mel and Kurt for the moment. Um, but something does come out of this party, which is. Fucking Eddie shows up. <laughs> <laughs> he does. And he talks to uh, Mr. Here's Your Sign guy. Uh, and he does not kill anyone. He's He goes up to this guy and is like, hey, you guys should uh, use the old Berber house and uh, make a haunted house. <laughs> Here's a key. Go use it. And he says this exactly. <laughs> I hope you make lots and lots of money. <laughs> Imagine somebody said that is the most fucking that is the biggest red flag I've ever heard. I hope you make lots and lots of money. I'd be like, I'm calling the police immediately. This, something is afoot here. I also love from a filmmaking perspective that in order to tell your story, you have to make the villain show up and be like, hey, check check out this. He's a fucking Scooby Doo villain. <laughs> Hey, check out this uh, house where everyone got murdered in. Uh, definitely a great place for a party. And also, I live there. I own it. And uh, I'm part of your frat. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like, that totally adds up. <laughs> like, that's what a great guy. Dude, as if frats don't have a book of, like, every single person that ever went there. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like. All they do is send out, like, fucking notices to give them money for, like, help paying for shit. Like, stop it. Yeah. Um. Also, like, they know that the... Dude, I'm, I, actually, now that I'm saying this, doesn't Kurt, when Kurt goes to the Berber house earlier, isn't he like, this place has been abandoned for, like, <laughs> 30 years? Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, what a plot. Uh, so the party's over and now they're immediately going to throw another one and make a haunted house to make money. So we get another 20 minutes of that. Um, and yeah, so they go into the house, they have the key, they, they start decorating. Fucking Eddie is like hanging out in the house wearing weird fucking masks, (laughs) like sort of like sort of watching them, but yes. He looks like a fucking Hills Have Eyes character in this one scene. I was actually, like, really hopeful. I was like, holy shit. Like, is that his face? But it wasn't. It's just a mask he wore. <laughs> um, You get a montage of everyone working, having a good time, um, fixing up the place. And then we go to a campfire after all the hard work is done. And a man sings a rendition of Freebird that <laughs> was a f- genuinely offensive. It was appalling. I've never heard any. I, how could you not find a single person on staff that could just play like a couple chords from a song, <laughs> or sing, or like one or the other? Like it, it was insane. This guy tries to or play cast and cast the guy from the band that was in there. You know, <laughs> that's <laughs> great, great point. 
the, the, it, it was actually appalling that they had two people sing and play guitar in this scene and neither of them could do either of those things. It was terrifying. <laughs> anyway, one of the girls, Debbie, um, she tells the tale of the Berber house, which I guess some people didn't know about. And how the little boy killed the little girl and then disappeared. And then the best conversation in movie history uh, between two people that we've never seen in this movie at all. But they decide to have this conversation openly to everyone who like it's almost like they're doing like a scene for the for the for an audience, which is their group of friends, because the group of friends are just reacting to the way they're talking to each other. Right. As if it's as if it's like a two man show. Uh, yeah. And the guy's like, eh, I think the little girl cut off her own head and blamed the little boy. Okay. <laughs> this is a stupid joke, but it's a joke nonetheless. But then the girl goes, no one would cut off their own head. What? 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 <laughs> Being totally serious. Then the guy goes, speaking of head, let's go swimming. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> and then she says, I don't have a swimsuit. And he goes, I don't want to go swimming with your swimsuit, Joanne. And that is the end of the conversation. And the whole the, the audience, which is just their group of friends, is just like, whoa! <laughs> After every line, they're like, holy shit! <laughs> Dude, the headline was, I mean, it, it was set up for him to slam dunk. And right. he fucking fumbled. Like, <laughs> <laughs> go swing? What the fuck are you talking about? Any other woman would be like, okay, you just fucking ruined your chances with that. <laughs> yeah, like, you fucking blew it. I was totally ready to blow you, and then you fucking offer to go swimming, you fucking <laughs> dumb piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. Anyway, well, um, those kids go swimming, and finally, finally we get a kill scene, but... This will be it for again for a while. For a while. <laughs> um, the I, two, I actually forgot about this one. The two college kids go swimming, um, and the fucking bow hunk gets a knife through the neck and hung in the tree by the by the. Oh by no! The knife. Yeah, yeah. This this is the fifty one minute mark. Yeah, no, this is fifty one. But then we'll go another like twenty, like ten, twenty minutes until the next one, don't we? <laughs> Uh, I don't think it was that long. Okay. It's, it's only oh, an hour 10 minutes. Minute. It's 10 minutes after. Okay. Because if this is 51. Okay, well, well, yeah, because it has to set up the actual plot of the movie. Which, right. Which is like the main, the main event of the movie. We've been missing out on for the last hour. So this is 50 minutes in. We're 50 minutes in. This happens. And then the, the real kills start happening. Or no, not even. Oh, my God. Dude. With less than 20 minutes remaining is when real kills start happening. Yeah. That's that's fucking crazy. Because I have a... Oh, my God. That's so crazy. Anyway, so he kills this guy. By the way, this dude is like 6'7". He's fucking enormous. He would have just fucking murdered Eddie. <laughs> By the way, this guy is huge. Um, But Eddie takes him out. And then Eddie then kills the girl who's, like, trying to swim in the lake. And then carries her into the lake like the fucking creature from the Black Lagoon. He <laughs> he picks her ass up and then just starts walking into the lake as if he lives there. What? 
Well, it was the weirdest scene. He fucking walks off into the lake, just never to be heard from again. <laughs> but that's not true because Eddie is now in the haunted house painting the kill room again on the same room that he had made the kill room in when he was a when he was just a boy. Um back at the house again like dude they're just like wasting time it's so crazy kurt has a random scene this is the love triangle part of what joe was talking about because kurt and mel i think that was her name broke up and now mel is like hanging out with this other guy who's in the frat and kurt's like hey don't hang out with her. She's too stupid to know what she's doing. Basically, this is basically what he's saying. I'm not condoning what he's saying, but he he's like, she can't make up her own mind. She's an idiot. <laughs> you just have to give her space, and then she'll come back to me. And then this guy, his guy, this guy's response to him is like, you know what? I wasn't gonna fuck her, but now I am. <laughs> Which you think would set Kurt off to murder him, and then Kurt just stands up and is like. Boy, that really makes me want to hurt you. And then just walks away. <laughs> Good job, Kurt. Standing up for yourself there. Um, and then we get a real-time walkthrough of the haunted house. The haunted house opens that night. Um, and again, we have 20 minutes left in the movie at this point. Yes. Nothing has happened. And now we're getting a real-time walkthrough of the haunted house. Which I, I understand these scenes because... Again, like this all just should have happened a little bit earlier, <laughs> a little bit earlier, because what they're setting up for is like, oh, these are the scenes that the people are walking through and seeing, because what we're going to see is the killer use these scenes to trick people into thinking that what they're seeing is fake. When in reality, this guy's killing people in front of <laughs> children and people and like yes. families, <laughs> which is fucking great. Yeah, I, love I mean that, that movie. Con- um, the movie came out what two years ago? Haunt, you know. Yeah. Um, where where people are in a haunted house and like you don't know if they're being actors and, and it turns out they're not. They're they're trying yeah. to kill people at their haunted house. It's a great premise, and then I I like this one. Like you just said, he's putting on a show for people. So at one point you have a girl ch- tied to a chair. And he he's on <laughs> fucking actually I really do like this movie. He's <laughs> ripping off the duct. He has them, their mouse duct tape so they can't say anything. And he rips off the duct tape and they're like, "Please help me! Like this is real. He's about to kill me." And the kids watching it are all cheering, being like, "This is fucking awesome! Like this is so realistic." That's a cool concept, man. That is, I love it. Like, <laughs> and, then, like- and then Eddie fucking dances after every time to the audience. <laughs> Eddie is a true showman. Uh, Dude, Eddie is a, definitely a true showman. <laughs> Eddie is a true showman. Uh, yeah, I love that. And the kids being like, she's such a good actress. Like, talking about the girl. And, like, it's it's true. Like, I, I fucking dug that. Um, so, they, they do a walk. It's such through. a Leslie Nielsen mo- moment when, when Leslie Nielsen's the... Uh, umpire and naked gun oh my god what he what he calls strike and like he hears the crowd reaction and he just keeps being more and more energetic yes yes moonwalking that is what eddie is doing after every kill it absolutely is it absolutely is and that's funny because there is a baseball moment in this which i thought was like like you said very leslie nielsen-esque like to bring in baseball like okay let's just talk about it so we find so so 
we basically get the setup for what's going to happen, right? We see the haunted house. We see all of the stages of the haunted house, but everyone's like, basically like this kind of sucks. Right. Cause it's, yes. it's college kids being like, <laughs> and like not making any sense whatsoever. Um, and then Eddie finally does show up by knocking a guy. Well, I actually, dude, I fucking love this scene too. Eddie erotically pumping that keg for that guy. <laughs> Guy's like, thanks, brother. <laughs> fucking Eddie's just pumping it slow and hard. And then punches him in the fucking face. <laughs> punches him in the face, drags him into the kill room. And on the next set of tours, we finally get to see Eddie torturing the people. So he's taken the first room of the haunted house and basically just set it up to actually murder these people. And I fucking love it. Uh, yes, he he does kill the one girl in the chair. I forget how he kills her, but I think he just oh oh my god he fucking chainsaws the de- back of her neck. Yes, <laughs> one of the most insane things I've ever seen. And I was like, oh, maybe he did the back of her neck because he doesn't totally decapitate her. He leaves her head on. No, he doesn't decapitate. He, do, he severs her spine. Yeah, but the head is still on top, right? Yeah, he just, he just like he cuts the back of it. So right, her spine is separate. Right, right. So what I'm saying is like I thought that he did that because he was like I don't want them to know that it's like I'm actually murdering these people, right? But that goes right. out the window because he then throws he reveals a he reveals a backdrop. He like pulls a cord and a backdrop falls down of a fake of a fake baseball stadium. With a count, with a with a ball count, <laughs> and it counts balls, strikes, and kills. <laughs> and he shoves a baseball into this guy's mouth that's sitting there. But then, like, so, like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, he doesn't, like, chop that lady's head off. He does, like, fucking fully split her, though. He yeah. uses a baseball bat and knocks this guy's head so far off it's insane <laughs> it's fucking nuts <laughs> this guy's head goes flying <laughs> and i was like oh i guess he would he was not trying to hide uh what, what he was doing to these people <laughs> and it doesn't matter the crowd goes crowd's wild. going nuts yeah crowd's wild. going nuts crowd goes nuts um the next guy uh, my favorite my favorite part about this is that he somehow was able to hook up a working electric chair. Joe, that is the most insane thing I've ever seen. And also, somehow, that's the only guy that survives. This whole thing is the guy that gets the electric chair. A fully functioning electric chair in this fucking house. Like, the most you get out of it is, like, 20 amps. It's fucking Um... Yeah, that was my favorite. Also, my favorite is this guy that was um, hooking up with Mel, the new guy. This guy's got a jaw that I've never seen in my life. He looks like he looks like Bruce Campbell in uh, Army of Darkness when his fucking chin gets sucked into the book. Like, I've never seen a chin so long in my fucking life. And I swear to God, I've never seen a chin so long. It fucking looks like a, a lunatic. Mac the Knight. <laughs> oh boy so that guy um that guy gets that guy gets got um meanwhile while all this is going on kirk has a change of heart with mel and he goes out there and like not proposes he he can he he's 
professes his love. That's the word I'm looking for. He professes her love to Mel. Um, now Mel has been put through the ringer with this fucking guy. And like, she was like, Oh, my friends say that if he loves me, he'll come back to me. And that never happens until this moment. So you'd think she'd be like, Oh yeah, go get bent Kirk. Nope. This is psychotic and toxic as fuck. And she's like, Oh, thank fucking God, Kirk. <laughs> I knew you'd come back to me. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. That is not a good relationship. Not at all. <laughs> From where I'm sitting. Anyway, um, while they're making out and um, re- reconnecting, Eddie pops up like from underneath them, like as if he was in between them, like a child, like <laughs> in between their legs, pops up and fucking three stooges claps their heads together. <laughs> Bonks them together. I fucking love that. Yo, can you imagine Eddie? Also, those, those actors literally smashed their fucking force. That No, like, that they were absolutely concussed. Like, that was not, <laughs> that was not fair or funny. That was actually cruel to do that to them. They, like, literally fucking clunked heads. I bet you one or both of them was crying. <laughs> I would have fucking cried. My eyes would have been fucking watering. <laughs> but can you imagine this guy, Eddie? Eddie's, like, eight feet tall. And like 300 pounds. And he's supposed to be creeping around their feet. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they're completely oblivious to it. Pops up and bonks their heads together. <laughs> and the more we talk about this, the more I think of Iced. Like, it's just, yeah. this whole ending is so much like Iced. It, it, they pack a ton into this last 15 minutes. It's actually crazy. Like, I was like, how are they going to end this? This is, this is nuts. We're not even... Like, this is, it's so crazy. Um, We're back at our next kill room. Eddie's back. But this time, it's with all of our favorite cast members. You got Kirk. You got Mel. You got the chin. You got somebody else. I don't remember who. (laughs) Mel's tied up with duct tape. And he starts cutting her. He cuts her fucking wrists. He cuts her, like, he's cutting main arteries. He cuts her fucking stomach open. Yep. It's it's, a pretty small knife, too, which kind of added to it. Yeah, it kind of added, it kind of added to it. Like, that must have fucking hurt. Yeah, and she's tied up. She's not going anywhere. She's going to be, she's got to be dead. Um, Then he goes over to the chin, who's set up to be, to be uh, hung to death, like, uh, hanging. Yeah. And he hangs him. He does. He does. I just remembered how he gets free. <laughs> yeah. Don't. Yeah, don't even get there yet. It's the most insane thing I've ever seen. <laughs> um. So the chin's being hung. The fucking Mel's had her wrist slit and her stomach cut open. And then Kirk's sitting in a real electric chair. <laughs> and he fucking electrocutes him. Yeah. Multiple times he like turns it on and off. He does. He's doing like he's doing like a, a little jig after each one. <laughs> and then our buddy fucking Hanks Jeff Foxworthy comes in, and and is just like this isn't part of the house. And suddenly everyone's like, oh my god, <laughs> dude. Okay, I honestly was gonna ask you if I missed something because 
literally every character to this point has been like, this isn't part of the, the act. And Correct. everybody's fine. And then this guy comes in and says the same thing. And they all stampede towards the door, like You're, trampling each other. They play like a dance party beat. Everyone's running around like lunatics. Just <laughs> And by the way, this is the least, this is the person you'd believe the least. And <laughs> yeah, even the way he says off. it, even the way he says it is the least believable part, which is like, this isn't part of the house. What does that even mean? Everyone would be more confused being like, wait, what, what do you, what does that mean? What, what? <laughs> um, but they all run away uh, like lunatics. And then somehow Hanks obtains a flamethrower. Dude, How? <laughs> How and why would he choose a flamethrower of all weapons, which he also somehow uses to cut through a chain link fence, which makes no sense. <laughs> He's like, well, that makes almost as little sense as that's how he frees the guy from the noose. The guy who's being hung. We watch him just burn it. Dude, that guy would have died because it took him so long. We watching him try to burn it and it's <laughs> taking forever. It's a thick rope. Dude, this guy has been being hung for the last, like, 15 minutes. He's been hanging (laughs) there while he's trying to... Just pull him down. Like, lift him up. Like, do something. Lighting it on fire. Which would 100% burn his hair and face. Like, like this guy would be way worse I know. (laughs) Fucking murdering him. Yeah, dude. He he flamethrowers the rope and he falls. And then he's like, oh, God, thank God. (laughs) Brother, you'd be brain dead. Uh, that's insane. Um, he also saves Mel, who who I thought had bled out, but he frees her, and she's like, I mean, she's dying, but like she's still alive, which is alarming. And and Kirk is still alive in his electric chair, so that's very odd. Yeah, <laughs> but he saves them all. The cops show up. Uh, but that doesn't matter because the cop's like, I'm going in and then runs into the house. And then Eddie just fucking plows through the barn in his fucking <laughs> shitbox van. His fucking dumb and dumber still, dog was van. Still wearing a mask. Dude, the dog van. <laughs> and he's still wearing the mask, too. Still wearing a fucking mask. He, he leaves his shitbox van. He even pops the cop's tires on his way out so they can't chase him. But guess what? That doesn't fucking matter. Kirk, who is... uh. You know, with his dying girlfriend, she's on her last breath. She's bleeding out. She's had her wrist slit the right way, even like they did. They 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 did it the right way, right? To kill somebody. Um, and Kirk, <laughs> Kirk says to her, "You're gonna be fine, Mel." And then <laughs> <laughs> proceeds to try to run down the van on foot. And which which which. By the way, he successfully does at first. <laughs> he does. Takes, t- takes a shortcut and, and cuts off the van. <laughs> <laughs> Which he also gets hit by the van after he cuts them off. The yeah, van cuts, hits him. He cuts it off and stands in front of it. Which, which this is right before he hits him. This is where we get the uh, like the face reveal. <laughs> yeah, the face reveal that they're like don don don. And oh oh oh, I-, I wanted to mention during these kills. Did you notice they were just using the Halloween score when Michael shows up? Like the no, oh, really, dude, they're using it over and over again. <laughs> That's incredible. But yeah, Kirk, Kirk chases down a car on foot. And by the way. Eddie's hauling ass in that van. Like he like he is yeah. driving. Yeah. 
And fucking Kirk is running him down on foot. <laughs> and he gets hit, clipped by the car. So you're like, oh, n- there's nothing. Nothing's going to happen now. Now he certainly can't <laughs> stop Eddie. <laughs> but he recovers. He stands up. And not only does he uh, get Eddie, he takes one shot at the van with a shotgun. Which With a shot? Which, which Where did he get that? He pulled it from the cop car. Okay. okay. However. I that. However, however, I think people forget how shotguns work because, (laughs) like, I mean, this scene makes no sense, period. But if it was a rifle, we're talking, we could, we could make some sense of it. Not like a scat, like a bird shot fucking scattering shotgun. Like, that's not going to pierce a gas tank right like in a giant also the cars the cars like ha- half a mile half a mile away already. like you're yeah. not getting distance with a fucking shotgun like not to break this totally apart but it just it's so fucking funny to me because he pulls out a shotgun the car's so far away from him he takes a single shot and the car turns into <laughs> the biggest fireball i've ever seen in explodes my life. explodes <laughs> It is the biggest explosion I've ever seen in a like, like like nuclear. <laughs> There's nothing remaining of the car. Like you could see through the car in certain points. Correct, correct. <laughs> and, and and you watch the car like because they obviously lit this car on fire. You watch it just rolling off the road into Forever. like into like a ditch, just burning. Yeah, dude, you watch that van roll for so long. It's actually kind of crazy. The van rolls like yeah. Yeah, which which actually adds to the funniness of the ending because uh fun fact, that is the ending. You're watching <laughs> you're watching you're watching the van roll and you're like, "All right, where's where, where's Eddie? Like what, where is he going to pop out?" And then the credits just start rolling. Like, "Oh, I, Eddie's fucking dead." <laughs> which Weird. which makes which makes a comment of of opening it up for a sequel. That guy's fucking dead. That is the most lit on fire car I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> Eddie's dead, and we don't even know the fate of our friends. But I'm pretty sure most of them are dead. Also, Dude, that, that, it is it is the least wrapped up movie I've ever seen. And like we said in the beginning, it seems like they didn't really have a script. And at some point, <laughs> they were just filming, and somebody's like, "So." But you know we have to end this somehow, right? <laughs> They're just like, all right, let's just light this car on fire and call it a day. <laughs> you know we have to end this at some point. <laughs> hey, did anyone write the last few pages? <laughs> like, I feel like they showed up to set and he's like, listen, I'm keeping the end a secret from you guys. And they're probably like, oh, sick. <laughs> <laughs> like, final day of shooting. And he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, who was? Fuck. I knew I who, forgot something. Who was supposed to write that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kirk, I thought you were writing those last few pages. Uh, no, no, no. All right, all right. Let's see what we can do here. Let's see what we can muster up. No, bro, I got the electric chair. <laughs> Dude, giving somebody the electric chair in your house is the funniest shit. <laughs> oh, that's haunted Ween. I am yeah. changing my mind. You should definitely watch it. <laughs> I think I am too. I think I am too. <laughs> and honestly, like I, 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 I think like it's a strong. I feel like there's a strong like ah boy. 
It was just a little mishandled, but I think it's a great idea. For for super low budget amateur movies, you could do a lot worse. Like dead, this is like the same budget and experience as Dead Body Man, and it's not even close in enjoyment factor. (laughs) That's actually a great point, and like. And, like, 10 years earlier, right? Like, 1990, Yeah, like, 10 years earlier. So, like, they even yeah. had better access to things in the 2000s. Like, honestly, wait, did you even look up the budget for this? I mean, I'm sure it's not listed anywhere, but... I, I did not. I, did, I didn't look up. <laughs> I, I, I didn't see anything on this. So, like, I, it's really... This is out there, guys. Like, this is not something. So, I'm looking forward to, you know... Fucking Joe Bob doing it on his next special and everyone talking about how great this fucking movie is. It'll be fucking fun. <laughs> It'll be that'll really cheer me up. So looking for I can I, I can actually see this being played on, on Joe Bob. Yeah, absolutely. What what did fucking David Gordon Green make everyone watch? I, I didn't see the episode, but Oh, uh fucking, Angel. <laughs> come on, guys. What are we doing here? I'm just trying to find anything about this. And there's just nothing, dude. It's so low budget. It's so wonderful. It really yeah. just embodies that like low budget horror. And I think I like it's so hard to like criticize it when like these guys probably put everything into it. They they did. They did. And, and like I said, there are low budget movies that deserve to get made fun of. You can 100% make fun of this. It, oh. It's it's not a well-made film. <laughs> in any aspect, but I we've we've done like muck is so much worse than than this. Yeah, that's actually a great point. Like that that's that's actually like a really good point. Is something like muck, which was made fucking what year was that made in? Like the two thousands, right? Yeah, for sure. Two thousand fifteen, Joe. Oh wow, okay, that's yeah, insane. Well, that's no fucking excuse. unacceptable. That's unacceptable. <laughs> Because this this movie like this movie gives you like enjoyment, and even during the the moments where you, where it drags, you're at least looking forward. There's like this setup. I guess that's the difference, right? There's a setup in this where you're like, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. They've teased you with enough shitty gore at the beginning that you're like, ooh, I am so excited. I'm so excited to see what this idiot does. Like, yeah. Ton of filler, but you are interested, and some of the kills are are worth it. Yeah, and and it and it moves like you're not. I wasn't like you know. I wasn't dreading it. There's dude. There's movies where I check like the time. Like I like pause it and be like, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ! I'll do that like 18 times in a movie sometimes. And this one was not. I didn't. I don't think <laughs> I even checked it once because I was like, I think I only checked it to be like, wait. How much time is left? Like, I was actually confused that there was so little time left. Sure. Yeah, I would agree with that. So, um, yeah. Yeah, A+. plus. Remember when Muck... Was, what, was, what was Muck? Muck was part two of a, of a trilogy or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of a trilogy where one and three weren't made. <laughs> or asked for. Assholes. Fucking, fucking ridiculous. Dude, the horror genre fucking rocks. Oh, I did have something else I wanted to talk about. And we'll wrap this episode up. All right. I I have something to to announce and say. Ooh, okay. I'm an island boy. <laughs> Jeez. Have you seen that video? 
Yeah, it's Fly Soldier. He's a fucking idiot. Insane. Anyway, that's not what I have to say. What I have to say is, <laughs> I've rewatched Terrifier. Ooh, I saw you put it on the Plex. My opinion. I, I didn't know the reason for it. My opinion has changed. Wow. All right, we're we're back on board, baby. <laughs> good man, it's good. I I don't. I still take a few issues with fucking Fart the Clown, but I mean, look at him. <laughs> But I do like it. I, I like it a lot more now. I like it a lot more. And also, I love that they introduced the supernatural element in the first one to set up for a second one that I think will be significantly better than this one. Okay. That's what I think. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Because they like... Hey. He's very much a real person in this one. And, like, the, honestly, my biggest issue is him carrying around that fucking gun. That, like, that bothers me so much. And I know it's insane, but, like, it just pisses me the fuck off that he's just carrying that fucking Glock. <laughs> like, if he picks it up from somebody, that would be one thing. But the fact that it's, like, he's just, like, he's got, like, a permit to carry. <laughs> it's, like, fucking pisses me off so bad. But I watched it. Listen, all the people that are mad at me about not liking Terrifier, I, I get it. It's it's solid. It's a solid flick. All right. I, I enjoy I like it. it. I, I like it. it. What an announcement. I'm com- I'm coming back to fucking fart the clown. He's he's a fucking scary looking guy, too. I, I gotta be <laughs> call him call him fart the clown. We're almost 40. <laughs> also, pretty sure I picked that up from you. <laughs> No, no, I, I know that's me. Yeah, that is definitely I'm, you coming out in me. Because <laughs> I think that's the funniest name to call him. <laughs> call him fart. so mature. <laughs> then speaking of farts, uh, we should. Uh, we don't have to because this is a long episode. But we gotta we gotta call Paul and uh, talk about Paul Dana. It's on my list. Um, I, I have it here. I. Are we doing it on the live show or the regular show? Uh, it doesn't matter. I feel like we should do it on the live. I think we should do it on both. That's what I think we should do. <laughs> you want to do it on both? Oh, so, okay. We. I mean, how do you want to do it? Since the live show is next week, maybe we should like give a preview or just wrap it up. and A preview of, of, of the story? Yeah, or like run through it and then get Paul's take on the live. You know? Ooh. Ooh, fuck. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I feel like we should bait people in. I feel like there might be people that would uh pay to hear the Paul Baldano story. <laughs> Dude, I just I think we all just need to be on it. And maybe even I'll just like clip it from the live show and put it into our next ep- like the next episode okay, we do after right. it. I like it. I like it. It will will be will be like, hey, here's the moment Paul talked about Paul Dan. We us and Paul talked. I just think it's like the funny. It, I could not believe it when you told me. I was like, wait, what are you saying? You're like, hey, remember that time Paul said this to Paul Dano? And I was like, is this a joke? Like, wait, what are you saying to me? Like, how did Paul say that to Paul Dano? And then you're like, yeah, me and Paul Dano and Paul like hung out for a while. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> The most insane story. We're a movie podcast. This has never been brought up once. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, to be fair, so so I've had three encounters with Paul Dano. 
Uh, th- there's no way he remembers any of them except for the maybe the pollen, only because it probably like terrified him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so crazy. It's just such a crazy thing to like. Like we've talked about everything. We've talked about like meeting fucking what's his name Phil Anselmo. We've talked about every encounter we could, and then like you just dropped on me in a text casually. Like yeah, remember when Paul said this to Paul Dano? <laughs> I honestly thought it was a joke, like that you were gonna be like, "Oh, because yeah, because he's, he's he's in he's we talk about because he's uh he's the Riddler in the new Batman movie, and I yeah. think he's gonna be great." But yeah. yeah, and you were like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Oh, okay." Paul probably said something to somebody that looked like Paul Dano, or like, no, no. And I was like, "That's got to be what this story is." And I was like, "I don't know what you're saying." And then you told me, and I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Like, yeah, you know how me and Paul used to hang out with Paul Dano. What? What? Oh God! But anyway, tune into our live show um, this Friday. It's not a Saturday night show. Friday night, uh, October 29th at nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to be talking about Teen Witch. Uh, hopefully, Paul shows up so we could talk about Paul Dano. I have a feeling Paul will be like, "Oh God, so I'm in fucking Colorado," and then call in anyway at eleven and discuss it. So. <laughs> Um, and uh, excited to do that though. Teen witches. We gotta do a live show in person, dude. When I was in Salem, that's all I could think about. Um, and you know, our friends there were like, "You need to do a live show in person again." And I was like, "We are going to for sure." I twenty twenty two is going to be the year though because everything was like overbooked this year like every con everything was like yeah they're like honoring shit from 2020 still yeah so i think 2022 is going to be the year where it's like they're back on track and we'll be able to squeeze well also i just i just meant like the two like the three of us like get paul like all in the same room and do it too oh that oh oh my god no that we're we're gonna do that for um, I think we talked about doing that for November and December. Okay. Because November, we're talking about doing potentially a Thanksgiving fucking episode. Yeah, live yeah. show. And I, then, I would assume nothing less. Yeah. That would be fun. Even though we already did it. Have okay. Tina make us, have Tina make us like a fucking buffet so we can eat on camera and be pissed. Oh, fuck yeah. We can, we can all be in the, uh, the sunroom in here. Yeah. And. Just would honestly love that. It make make turkey themed food. Right, exactly. Like it would be great. Um, do that, and then in December we're talking about doing a free, a free one. Yes. I forget what it is yes. though. Not another teen movie. Oh, not another teen movie. Holy shit! Yes, yes, yes. So we're gonna do not another teen movie in December, and that'll be free for everyone to come join us and watch watch that as a little Christmas present. Because I'm so excited. I haven't seen that in years, and it's legit one of the funniest things i've ever seen and i all, all our fans know how we feel about it so. yeah we won't shut i'll just start like longest longest episode <laughs> hey, i was just looking down and be like man i'm kind of fucking drunk we did an hour we did an hour on patreon so okay it's, it's not terrible it's not terrible it's no halloween kills but was that long yeah it was like over two hours long <laughs> for that episode and we did a patreon so we recorded for like three and a half hours that night. 
Um, all right. So anyway, guys, so buy tickets, uh, I hate horror.com and they're there. You could also pre-order the merch there at I hate horror.com. I think you could go to store.ihatehorror.com and shop.ihatehorror.com. The live show is a con we'll give away a prize. Um, I have some of the prize here. I'm going to look for something else to give you guys, but, um, best costume we're going to give a prize to and send that out to you guys. So, Come on in, dress up. It'll be a lot of fun. We'll bring you on camera. And if you don't want to be on camera, but you want to show us your costume, I'll consider yeah, it. Yeah. I'll consider yeah, yeah. it. That's, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. just just DM nope. us. Just DM us during the show your costume, and we'll we'll take it into consideration. I, I will post the picture during the live show, but so if you don't want your face or anything on that, I understand, and just you know crop that out before you send it to me because I'm yeah. gonna be too drunk to do that. Yeah, no, nah, we don't want to pressure anybody. But no, no shame. I don't want to be on fucking camera in my costume. Yeah, no, no one no one wants to be on fucking camera. <laughs> yeah. Fucking yeah. Anyway. Keep uh, that, I, I posted I posted that picture on Instagram of uh there's like a cartoon wearing a ghost outfit, but they cut out the boobs so the boobs were hanging out. Oh, yeah. Valentina, that's gonna be my costume and she she's getting so annoyed with me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's honestly fucking genius. <laughs> Making everyone see no part of me except for my tits on the live show. <laughs> that is honestly my favorite thing I've ever <laughs> popping tits out. Everyone would imagine, be like, imagine imagine paying to see yeah, imagine paying to see somebody. Just you can see no part of them except for that. <laughs> oh my god. Alright. Um that's great. I fucking love that so much. Um and uh yeah that's it uh oh yeah and congratulations to abby i don't want to I, I feel like i should not give out full oh, yeah, yeah. names A- no con- just say abby and just abby s for winning the t-shirt contest that reagan ran on our instagram gotta follow us on instagram at i hate horror she's doing some wonderful stuff over there she's really great and uh i appreciate that and she came up with this t-shirt giveaway and abby won it and i i was like yeah, that that makes sense. I wish I would have ever thought of that once. Well, dude, I think we did it for like our first run of t-shirts ever. And Stacy Beth won it back then. Okay. Um and now she's like a like like a like a friend. Lifer. She's a friend, man. She is. Love Stacy. Um so plug her. She has her own podcast. Oh fuck, Check she does. Out. Check them out. Uh, avoid fainting. You're good, man. I don't remember shit. Damn right. I don't remember fucking shit. I was having to have to pull that to avoid feigning. Check her out, um, and uh, they do they do some horror stuff, and they probably probably a more intellectual conversation than us. But listen, <laughs> that's not saying a lot. <laughs> um, we're calling Art the Clown, Fart the Clown. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what you get? So what you get here? All right, guys, I'm fucking wine drunk right now. Um, uh, that's it. Facebook.com slash I hate horror. I hate horror.com. You can buy the tickets, buy the merch. Appreciate you all so much. And uh, Patreon.com slash I hate horror. If you want to join us there, if you're in the mango expert tier, you get into the live show for free. Uh, so we'll be doing that. Um, so if you want to hop on over there and join us, that's a good way to do it. And you'll get access to all of our bonus episodes. We did. I think we're at 40 for the year. Or something? We, dude, we did so many. It's insane. It's fucking nuts. Wait, we um, did 40 live episodes? No. Is that what you're trying to say? No, 40, 40 bonus apps. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We've done like, like yeah, live <laughs> episodes. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> we only do one a month. <laughs> Just doing them without you. Just not, <laughs> not letting you know. Um, all right. That's it, guys. Uh, Joe, where can they find you? Instagram, Boognish1985. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks to Joe for doing the show with me, as always. Uh, and for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Fucking zombie getting sliced and diced.